Shalom, we're up to Mesechez Nedarim Daf Chofalif. Today's Daf discusses Neder's reason. These are Nedarim that don't even need a Pesach. And then we discuss using uh, a Pesach for someone who just has Charata. He did mean to make the Neder, but now he just regrets making it. No, that doesn't work. Um, we begin with the Mishnah, new parak, third parak of Nedarim, that says there are four Nedarim that the Chacham already matter. They don't even need a Pesach. If someone makes Nidre Zeruzin, he wasn't actually trying to make a net. He was just trying to instigate to uh, propel his friend, to, you know, like the mister is going to explain the case, you know, in like a haggling sort of a sense. And the second is Nidre Havai, where he makes a tr- an incredibly exaggerated lotion, but everyone knows that he didn't actually mean that. Literally, like, uh, he says, like, I swear, like, I saw 600,000 you know, people. Like, no, he didn't actually see second. He just meant that he saw a lot of people. Third is Nidre Shgogos. And fourth is Nidre Einsen. So what are Nidre Zeruzin? The Mishnah says, if someone says, you know, he's he's in the shuk and he's selling some, something to his friend. And one guy says, I make a koinom, right? Lush and Nether. I'm not going to sell it to you for less than a seller. Another guy says, I'm not going to sell it to you for more than a shekel. I'm not going to buy it for more than a shekel. They don't actually mean their numbers. They both want to pay somewhere in between. They both want to you know, settle on three dinar. So in Hanami, the guy is allowed to sell it for less than a shekel, and the other guy is allowed to sell it, buy it for more than a shekel. That was just Nidre Zeruzin. And the Gemara says, Rav Abba Bar Mamel asked Rebbe Ami, who is the Tana who holds of, of these four Nadarim not being required to have a Pesach? Who's, a, who's our Mishnah's Tana? So he answers, it's Rav Yehuda. Rabbi Huda says in the name of Rabbi Tarfan that when someone takes on a Nazirus, but he does it in a very ambiguous way, he's like, oh, if that guy is a Nazir, then I'm also going to be a Nazir. No, that doesn't count. The only way to accept a Nazirus is Lafla. It has to be a befairish, blatant, obvious acceptance of a Nazirus. Rabbi says the truth is that it could be the Rabbanon, because in a Mishnah, it doesn't say that they both change their mind and at the end of the day, they both want to settle on paying three dinar. From the beginning, they had never had any intention of selling it for a sella or buying it for a shekel. They were throwing out big numbers, throwing it up against the wall and seeing what sticks. Next, Ravina tells Ravashi, what would happen if instead of the guys saying a sella up top and a shekel down below, they're haggling on bigger numbers, more than a sella, less than a shekel. Maybe with a larger gap, they're actually saying, uh, being Kabbalah and Neder, on you know, not selling it for less than that larger sum. So Ravashi answers, we have a Mishnah that can give you an answer. If someone is pressuring his friend to come over to him for a Suda, and the guy he doesn't want to be pressured, so he says, I, I'm making a koinam on your house. I'm not going to go in, into your house to have even a drop of cold water. The Mishnah says that he is allowed to go in there to get that, that drink of cold water. Because what he was saying was, I'm not coming in to have a feast with you. I'm not coming over for the meal. He said that by, he expressed that by saying, I'm not going to have a, drink, a cold drink. The Gemara asks, why not? He said, I'm not going to have a cold drink, so how is he allowed to come in and have a cold drink? And the way that's how people talk. So, so to hear, when the guy says, I'm not selling it for, you know, 20 sella, I'm not going to buy it for, you know, half a shekel. That's just the way people talk. So Ravina turns back to Ravashi and he says, really? You can't compare, that's not a good schmack right? Over there, we're talking about, you know, a cold drink. And we know that Sadiqim promise a little bit, and they do a lot. When the guy says a, a drink of water, he means a full feast. 
So when the guy denies, he puts a nether on, he makes a nether not to have a cold drink, he's making a nether on that full feast. But over here, when they're haggling, this is a real suffix. Maybe these guys are just trying to be mazaris each other, to spend a little more than a shekel, to come down from being a salah. Or maybe that's dafka, specifically what they mean. And the Gemara ends up leaving this as a kasha. Next review, Yehuda Amaravasi tells us that these four nadarim do require a Sheilas Chacham to get out of it. When they said this over to Shmuel, he said, well, hang on. I, we started off our paragraph with the Mishnah that said that these four nadarim, that Chachamim were matir. And you're saying you have to go get a Sheila, you have to get out of it? If Yosef says, so Yosef re, uh, said over this statement and he said, what Rav Yudam Rav was really saying is that a Chacham is not allowed to be matter this nedarim, or he's not allowed to be matter any nether unless he determines that the nether that he is being matter is equivalent, similar to this four nedarim mentioned in our Mishnah where the guy was clearly not accepting it upon himself as a nether. Meaning, just because the guy regrets it later, that's not enough for a Pesach. We don't use Charotov as a Pesach. And the Gemara brings a couple of cases. There's someone who came to Rav Huna and says, you know, wanted to get out of a nether. So I asked, are you just changing your mind or did you really want your nether the whole time? He said, no, I didn't change my mind. I never wanted it. So he mattered it. Another bar, another bar, somebody came to Rabba Barav Huna to get rid of his nether, to be mattered nether to ask a shayla. And Rabba asked him, if there were 10 people, 10 people like with the Shekhinah, Shani, Rebbeinim, if you knew Hashem was there watching you, and they were, being, they were Mephias you while you were making that nether. Would you have still made the nether? He said, no. So he mattered it. We have a bracer of Yehuda says that if, uh, if you ask the guy, was your heart set on this nether? Did you really mean it? If he says no, then you can be matter it. Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi tells us from his father that we tell this person who's trying to get out of his nether, if there were 10 people who were trying to be Mephias, you at the time of the nether, would you still hang on to your nether if he says that he wouldn't? And then we're matter. And now we have three uh, cases over here, which continues into the next half. Someone came to Ravasi trying to get out of his nether. And Ravasi said, well, are you mischarit? Do you regret making this nether? He said, what, do you think I just came to you because I, I, I still want my nether? Of course I'm mischarit. So he was it. The second case was someone came to Revelozar. And Revelozar asked him, do you still want your nether now? Or do you, did you regret it at the end? So the guy said, if I had never gotten angry, I never would have made my nether. So Rabbi Lazar was moderate. Next, there was a woman who made a nether on her daughter. And she came to Rabbi Yechonon to be moderate with that nether. So Rabbi Yechonon said, if you would have known that the neighbors would have been talking about your daughter, saying, oh, her mother never would have made a nether on her unless she did something absolutely deplorable. If you knew that the neighbors were talking like that, would you have made that nether? She said, well, absolutely not. So Rabbi Yochanan was matter that nadra as well. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.